Hey, what is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 36 of the Lifting Ugly podcast. It is the 4th of July. Happy 4th to all my fellow Americans out there. I hope everyone's having a great 4th of July weekend. Uh, for any that are listening outside of this country, um, celebrate too. Feel free. So this is a little bit different uh, start than normal. Usually I start with the intro music. I started to decide to go a little bit different way today. Um, I am your host, Craig Bird, as you can see in the corner there. Oh, let's start here. I would like everyone, and they are actually having a sale today. So if you are so inclined, make sure you head on over to generalleathercraft.com at generalleathercraft.com. You can find the Pioneer Lifting Belts, the best lifting belts on the planet, the best customizable lifting belts that you can find, just all sorts of crazy stuff that you can do with those. So make sure you check out our friends at generalleathercraft.com. Through the end of the day today, I know they're doing 1777% off is one of the few sales that they do all year. So make sure you go check them out. Also, where you're out perusing around the internet, make sure you stop by maxbarbell.com. Maxbarbell.com, you can get all your other lifting needs that you may have. Lifting shoes, singlets, uh, wraps, straps, any other sorts of apparel that you may feel the need to have, you can get at maxbarbell.com. So make sure you check them out. Uh, head on over and search all our social media platforms. You can do so by going to lifting underscore ugly or search lift or lifting ugly. And you can get down with all of that if you are interested and would like to subscribe as a you know a supporter of the podcast you can go to patreon.com backslash lifting ugly and do so there we have various levels that you can sign on to and all that is greatly appreciated if you would like to do that if not you can also make one-time donations while you're going around our website at liftingugly.com at liftingugly.com you can find all the different shirts that we have available, hats, shorts, banners, all that kind of stuff is available at liftingugly.com. You can also do online coaching with myself or Alkai, who is not around again today. Um, maybe back next week. We'll see how that goes. Um, but still, you can go to liftingugly.com. If you sign up, you can get online coaching from either one of us. Um, you can do one-time donations if you are a fan of the podcast. Uh, we would appreciate any support that you give either by buying stuff, donating, uh, or just listening, liking, sharing, subscribing, all that kind of stuff is definitely helpful to us. So we appreciate anything that you guys are willing to do there. Um, I am coming to you all from Monument Fitness in Grand Junction, Colorado. You can visit at monument.fitness on Instagram. Um, so yeah, speaking of. Let's get this out of the way real quick. So I come in today. Some jackass left the sled fully loaded. There's like four, five forty-fives left on the sled. So apparently it wasn't too heavy to, to move back and forth, but far too heavy to unload, as well as a couple other machines are unloaded. So to whoever left the plates on the sled, I hope you blow your thumbs off in a firework accident today. And if you are, do, are inclined to keep your thumbs over this festive day, 
then guess what? It's still here for you to do tomorrow. So you better make sure you get that taken care of. I don't need those lazy children. I have a pretty good idea who it is. Get off your ass. Get that shit done. Should never been left in the first place. You know better. And I shouldn't have to say it. But publicly blasting people, that's kind of fun too. And we're off. the Live Together Podcast. Once again, episode 36 coming to you on the 4th of July. Uh, hope everyone is having fun celebrating their 4th of July weekend. Uh, get to us when you can. No, it's not always the easiest. I just want to make sure I jumped on at least for a little bit today. Um, you know, kind of keep the streak rolling. 36 weeks in a row that I've been doing this. Been on every week. So solid. So dope. And it's not always the easiest, just so you guys know. This is not always the easiest thing to do. But we do it for the few of you that do enjoy the podcast. So that is why we push through and just soldier on through. In honor of our independence, we will soldier on. So anyway, so I, I posed a couple questions or um Asked for some questions to be asked again this week. Um, I got a couple of those. I will get to those. Um, I did come across something strange that um, for some reason I feel the need to talk about. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. I was watching TV the other day, um, later later at night, which may or may not have anything to do with this. But still, I was in bed watching TV, trying to find something to kind of helped chill me out. So I went to good old Disney Plus and logged on there. And they had a bunch of new editions of shark stuff, which I've always been a fan of Shark Week and Shark informational you know, shows. Always fun, always enjoyable. So I click on the first one. Didn't really pay attention to what it was called. Didn't really think I had to. They sure going to be some cool stuff, shark stuff. Lo and behold, what did I stumble across on our friends from the Disney Channel? None other than shark porn. So the first 10, I probably had to be the first 15 minutes of this were shark porn. And how do I know this? Because yes, I did sit through the entire first 15 minutes of it. Now, why would I watch 15 minutes of shark porn, you ask? Well, there's... One is very curious. Curiosity got the best of me, as it does in a lot of situations. And number two, I kept thinking to myself, this has got to be it. They can't possibly show two more sharks fucking, can they? And then let it, lo and behold, up next, two more sharks just fucking getting at it. So I want to talk about this first clip that I saw. I don't know what kind of sharks. I don't remember what kind of sharks they said they were. Anyway. The, the ritual 
It's crazy. For anyone who doesn't know, I'll walk you through a shark mating ritual and then how this one went down. So apparently when the male shark feels the need to get some, he finds a female shark, he bites her fin and latches onto her fin and bites that shit. Just, just like, you know, you think you're into some rough shit. You ain't no shark. So, you know, better step your game up. So the one I was watching, so that's how they start. Male latches onto the female's fin. One I'm watching, another dude comes from the other side, grabs her by the other fin. So this female shark has two dudes latched onto each side of her fin or each side of her on her fins, both just trying to fucking get it in first. Whoever gets it in first wins, I guess. So anyway, the other thing you 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 might need to know about sharks during this ritual is sharks have two wieners who knew somebody did they knew they call them claspers so while they're biting onto this female's fin they got their their two claspers just waving around trying to get up in there finally one dude gets his in there the other one lets go takes off so it's just the two of them getting down on this coral bed for a couple minutes. He's satisfied. He, uh, as they put it, pumps seawater to uh, impregnate her. And I'm pretty sure I've seen a lot of seawater in my life. I've never seen a load of seawater that looks quite like that. So they can say what they want. He did not pump a load of seawater in her to impregnate her, but he did pump a load in her. He gets done. She swims off unsatisfied like most females do after those encounters. He just kind of chills on that rock for a second. He's about to pop off. And what happens? A fucking moray eel pops out of the, the coral, bites homeboy on his clasper, and starts pulling him into the coral. And this, I mean, as we all would if that happened to us, just flipping and flopping and writhing away on top of this coral, trying to get his shit loose from this moray eel. Finally pulls out of there. And then... He's free. Probably has some damage to that junk. Good thing he's got a second one. He can now use number two since number one got bit to shit by a Mori Ill. So anyway, I watched a little bit of this until they got done. Then they moved on. Um, and then as I was exiting out to find something that I could actually, like, you know, it wasn't go to, this wasn't go to sleep type material. So, zigzagging out to find something else. The name of this show on Disney, if you want to watch, because it is kind of interesting, is 50 Shades of Sharks. So, that would have told me everything. But here, I'm going to do this. Um, you don't need to hear anything. But I'm going to share this screen. I did find a clip, not from that show. But I want you all to enjoy a little bit of what I was able to enjoy on there so let's bring this up it's on and here goes some shark fucking for Oh, 
Oh, fans. Fans swim by. And he's spent. And off she goes, unsatisfied, as always. So, hope you guys enjoy that as much as I did. <laughs> Uh-oh. I still I got some background noise in my headphones here. I got to turn off these, this dolphin. Oh. Yeah, let me know if you want to watch that one. That one's called Dolphin Orgy. But otherwise, we're just going to... We'll keep moving forward past the uh, the shark corn portion of our show. Um, I didn't do a lifting ugly face of the week competition because all I did was get one submission. Previous were Werner winner previous winner did submit, so obviously by default wins again. Uh, let me show this picture here because it's a pretty good one. None other than our friend Kim. Strongman Kim Squats is her Instagram. Let me put that up there real quick. And then let's talk about this picture. There we go. At Strongman Kim Squats. S-Q-W-A-T-Z. Kim here is not a very big person. As you can tell, she's on the small end of things. So she's doing doing her, her meet here. As, I'm not sure what this thing is called. Anyone who knows what it's called, please let me know. So she's carrying this. And as you can see, there is just an agonizing, just wonderfully, beautifully ugly lifting face going on as she carries this across the mat. Now, I was informed, and it makes perfect sense, that there may or may not have been a little poo that slipped out during said contest and probably right about this time that looks kind of like a poo face so but let's see let's let's give her credit where credit is due shit happens literally and figuratively speaking sometimes and she powered through and she kept going and she said a bunch of she bunch of masters uh strongman were congratulating her and talking to her afterwards and she just had to flat out tell them sorry guys i need to go get cleaned up i just sharded myself so anyway congratulations kim it paid off the picture of you pooing during your competition paid off and here we are and people jump on here and watch this. I don't know what they're expecting out of this this podcast, but you know, they hear something about shark fucking, they're off. They hear something about pooing during their 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 carry and they're off. Like, come on, what'd you think we were in for? This is what we do. This is what we do. We lift hard and we play hard, and shit happens constantly around here. So anyway, congratulations to Kim at Kim Squats. Hope everyone, again, is having a great 4th of July. And for a great 4th of July weekend, what I'm going to do is after this podcast, I'm going to jump on, and I'm going to leave it up all week. I am going to follow in lines with our friends at Pioneer Lifting Belts. So again, anyone, go to generalleathercraft.com. Our friends at Pioneer Lifting Belts are doing a 1776 percent 
off of every their merchandise in their store. It's one of the few sales that they have every year. Um, I don't want to get that specific, so I'm just gonna do. Um, I am just gonna do a twenty percent off. Now I'm gonna do a seventeen percent off the entire store for the rest of the week and onto the Fourth of July Independence Day. We'll do an Independence Day week sale. Um, I'm not going to put it anywhere else. So anyone who listens to the podcast, watches the podcast, they're the ones that are going to be able to take advantage of said sale. Um, so make sure you check that out and you can go. So, I mean, give me a little bit of time post podcast, but go to liftingugly.com and you can pick out what you want. And it, I'm going to do an automatic. So um, it should be an automatic uh, 17% off of every purchase from there so we look forward to that that's gonna be my little uh i don't know my little something into the uh little celebration thing of a jig uh so again i did have a couple questions sent in um i don't know if i saved all of them i'm guessing jesse is one that's on right now so I believe, I believe Jesse's question was, is sumo cheating or just gay? And if it, Jesse, you're on, if you want to correct me, if that's not what it was, or if that's good enough for you, then we'll just go with that. But I, if I remember right, that's what it was. So let's go with this. Let me give my two cents on it. Pulling sumo is not cheating. It is well within the rules it gets taken advantage of for sure and overdone for sure. Um, but it's perfectly legal to pull sumo. On the flip side of that, it is 100% gay to pull sumo. Now, there are some great sumo pullers out there that pull some great weight. And it's not, I'm not saying it's easy and, and it's easier to do it. It's different, but it's still kind of gay. Now, we all do some kind of gay stuff from time to time. So if your kind of gay thing is that you pull sumo, then you know what? You're not doing too bad. So just, you know, keep doing your thing. Keep pulling sumo. So what if it's a little gay? We all have our things and you just take that. And do the be the best kind of gay sumo puller that there is on the planet. But as of right now, it's not cheating. So I don't know if they'll ever make it to where it's illegal. But um, I have I have noticed that they've modified their rulings on it. So I guess if you're pulling sumo, if you have to shift your feet when you're putting the bar back down, then they'll they're supposed to disqualify you. I guess because. That means you're way too far out. And I mean, if your toes are at the plates, then you're really taking advantage of of the rules that are set before. Same thing with the, the arch on the bench. It's not illegal. It's super gay, which is why it's mostly girls, women that do that. Uh, if you see a guy doing it, um, he's had way too much practice arching his back. And there, that's some red flags right there of how gay it is. And I'm not talking it's gay like he's sucking dick, which he might be, but good for him. It's just gay. It's just gay. That arch is so gay, but not illegal, but it's overdone. 
if you only have like a four inch range of motion, three inch range of motion, you're cheating the system. Reevaluate yourself and do better. So that is my two cents on that subject. Anyway, the other question I got, which was, I guess gets a little more serious of a question. It was meant for both of us, but seeing as how I'm the only one here, I guess I will be the one that answers it. Let me see if I have, um, her question was basically how we got started. Um, and, and I know we've talked about this before. Anyone who doesn't, who hasn't heard the earlier ones, or maybe it wasn't specific as to this way. Uh, let's see how far back. Let's Reader's Digest version. I worked out in high school like most people worked out incorrectly. Um, playing sports and everything did it wrong because uh, coaches and, and those people had no idea how to teach people how to lift. They just put a bunch of kids in a weight room and told them to have at it. So I did that kind of lifting um, after high school. I did go to the gym and it was just kind of, I just go around, meander around like most, uh, a lot of, not most, a lot of 17, 18, 19 year olds do. Uh, just kind of did some shit. And then I, let's see, after that, then I quit working out altogether. I actually moved to Grand Junction when I was 20, just before I turned 21 or right after. No, right as I turned 20. I moved to Grand Junction, didn't work out at all, was way underweight um, because I have addictive personality and I'm always addicted to something. And so at that point, I was way underweight. We'll just leave it at that. We can talk about the rest of that later. Um, and then I got married because I figured that's what normal people did. So I got married and my kid's mom, she knew how to cook but she didn't know how to cook for two people. She cooked for a family and I do not like to see things go to waste. So I made sure that everything was eaten, you know, whether leftovers or anything. So I am plus, like I said, I have an addictive personality. So I got addicted to food. I ate all the time. I ate so much, so much. So I should say when I moved to Grand Junction, I weighed 175 pounds when I was about 20 years old. And that's really tiny for me. Um, and then basically I went through, got fatter and fatter over, you know, the years. I went in for a DOT physical when I was about 28-ish, right around 28. No, I was older than that. I was 29. Somewhere there, 28 or 29. Went in for a DOT physical, weighed 298 pounds. And not 298 pounds where I could lift a lot of weight. 298 pounds where the only weight I could lift was either my fat ass around or the food I was shoveling in my fat face. That's the 298 pounds that I was. Surprise the hell out of me because fat people don't weigh themselves very much. That's just the way it goes. So had that kind of an eye opener. That was my eye opening experience. Um, so I changed. I, uh, I quit eating fast food altogether. Oh, no, I quit drinking soda was the first thing I did. Quit drinking soda, quit eating fast food after that. Just ate meals at home. Just you know, did the best I could with the, the knowledge I didn't have. And then I, about nine months after that, 
I lost just from those two things. I think I've lost 40 pounds by not eat, not drinking soda and not eating fast food. And so then after that, I joined a gym and I did, I do like 45 minutes of cardio. And I just kind of do full body, full body circuit, just kind of roll through, just get my body back to kind of normal use. And during that time, I was watch other people work out, see what they did, see what I liked, see what, you know, if they looked like they knew what they were doing, you know, and then I would start. And then eventually I started implementing those things into my workout. I started, if I liked what they did, I would try it out. If it worked for me, great. If it didn't, if I couldn't figure it out, I didn't like it, then I wouldn't do it. Then I was able to gain actually quite a bit of knowledge that way and just figuring out my own body and how to lift. Uh, and I was just kind of, I kind of hung out around in the 200 time, you know, 240, 245 is kind of where I was, I was hanging out, got as low as 220. Um, and then I started working more on, on building muscle, kind of, you know, got the bug as far as building and putting on size. So I started working on that. Um, and then I just started learning more, got kind of into the bodybuilding aspect of things, got involved with some people that, that knew about bodybuilding, how to do it. And I, and I had done a pretty good job myself at that point, just kind of watching and, and learning about my own, my own body and, um, so then I, I learned some more from some other people, did some shows. My first show, I got down to 212 pounds, which is super small for me um, and didn't want to do that. So worked on building more size, took some classes, got my, actually I took classes, got my nutrition certification, nutrition coach certification, learned how to eat and do more as far as that goes, learned how to supplement properly. Um, made a lot of progress there. Um, and with what, I, and then, you know, I had between, I guess I should back up between some of this time, I'd actually gone to EMT school, which was actually really helped me out in working out. Cause I learned the, the better functioning of the body, uh, what connects to what, if you, this attaches to this, which attaches to this and the whole chain which then helped me progress a lot. And I was able to help other people as well. And then I took classes and then I got my certification, got master certified, did all these other things just to give me a little bit more education on it. And then a lot of us just trial and error. Did the bodybuilding thing for a while, general training, all that kind of shit. And then uh, actually Alki was the one that like, I was always, I was always interested in like powerlifting. I liked watching strongman powerlifting stuff was fun to watch. I always implemented more of a power building program. I liked lifting heavy weights, even when I was doing bodybuilding. Um, so when him and his group came, I just kind of transitioned with what he was doing. A lot of it is because my joints were so shot. I had to really kind of direct where, where I was putting, you know, my effort, my power. Um, and so I just, I learned from him. I had done a powerlifting program for somebody before based on the knowledge that I have, I was able to put it together and he actually made good progress. So I knew, I knew something about it and just kind of learned other people's techniques and how they do it. Um, and I just, you know, it's just research. I just, I, I hate school. I hate studying, but I will read and watch things if I'm actually interested in what it is. 
like if it actually if i feel it applies to me um so i i've i've watched what people do i've listened to what they have to say um i still don't know all the names you know there's there's so many program names for how to design a, a powerlifting program. Um, I don't know those names. I don't, I know what the names are, um, but my association with what they are, my whatever, it, it means nothing to me because like the programs I give my girls, the programs I give my people are programs that will work for them. They're programs that I come up with based on I think what I think will be most effective. And so that's how I direct it. And now sometimes they will coincide with uh, with like conjugate. Sometimes they'll coincide with fifth set. Sometimes you know they'll they they kind of go along with other things. And it's just because those things they obviously make sense. That's why these guys do them is because they work. Um, and just me knowing how to lift and how to teach people to lift and how to design programs. I implement these things, not because I'm trying to copy, but just because they make sense. And so when I'm thinking about it, it makes sense to me. So that's why I push it out. Um, and this whole time, you know, during my process of training people and working in the powerlifting arena over these last few years, myself, I've just been dealing with one, one major injury setback after another. Um, it's the, uh, the product of not taking care of myself when I was young. It's the product of, you know, just doing stupid shit. It's the product of being, you know, having the life I did when I was a teenager. Uh, I did a lot of dumb things, did a lot of things that um, nobody knew the effect that they would have as you get older. And the effect that they have as you get older is that your joints and connective tissues are shitty. So between that and putting a lot of pressure with weights on there, it, it fucking... It makes for a bad time. It's not all that fun. So I have to I have to modify everything I do personally now. Um, so I've had to become a lot smarter with the way I lift. And sometimes it just doesn't go the way I want. Um, you know, I'd love to be to continually progress and be, you know, squatting six, seven hundred plus pounds, which I probably could if I had started this when I was younger or not done the shit when I was younger than I did. Um, you know, I'd love to be pulling seven, 800 pounds. I'd love to be benching closer to five, but my body says no right now. So unfortunately I have to listen to what it says because it kind of rules the roost, regardless of what my mind wants to think, because I think I should be able to lift heavier and I try and push myself and I battle my body and guess what? My body always fucking wins. And then I always end up hurt for a longer period of time. So who knows? Maybe I should switch to pulling sumo. Maybe that would get my numbers up. Maybe that's what's what's holding me back. But my squat, I don't know. I need or I need to develop an arch on my bench. I just need to I need to practice that 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 arch. I need to get I need to get a hold of some some chick out there that's that's really got that down. You know, there's more than one reason, but you got to figure. So let's talk about let's. So if we go back to this arch thing, <laughs> all right. So we all know what that like. If they have a just crazy arch on their bench, we got to all know what that's going to translate to, right? I mean, that's just going to be that's going to be wild. 
that's just you know let's cut it so i don't know but maybe it's just me that sees that when i see like a big arch is i i, I see that transfer over but i think unfortunately if i wanted to be get a good arch on my bench that's the uh, practice i would have to do i'd have to <laughs> and, and I, I don't think i want to do that i should probably stay away from that whole thing so anyway, so I guess back to the original. I mean, that's how I got started. Um, started from being super fat and needing to make a change. And then it's progressed in through bodybuilding. And then by necessity and my environment, uh, moved into powerlifting, which I'm very happy to be a part of. Um, I do like the environment. I like the culture. Uh, I like the way the camaraderie at the meets is always great. Um, and I know there, there's some... There, there can be some different things that go on, uh, but coming from the bodybuilding world, I definitely see more positive in the powerlifting aspect of things and the strongman aspect of things uh, than I do in the bodybuilding. Uh, it's just, it's a, it's an every man for himself, um, and, and really kind of wishing, not wishing the worst on the other person, but you definitely don't want the other person to do well uh, when it comes to bodybuilding and then when it comes to powerlifting and strongman, I mean, it's every, everyone's rooting for everyone. Everyone wants to see the best out of each person that's out there. And I mean, that's kind of, that's the cool thing about it. And so that's what, that's more what drew, drew me towards it, uh, than anything. And then obviously if you can get yourself to lift heavy weights, I mean, to watch your, your numbers go up is, you know, that's a great way. I mean, it's a great feeling. Just that high, there's just nothing like it. So that's that's what I've got for for you all today. Um, I appreciate uh, people participating, sending in questions. I don't mind um, the goofy questions. Of course, they're great. gives me gives me a way to to kind of bounce some stupid shit off of you guys and and say some stupid shit, which is always fun. I did get one from a client that I had that I took to South Dakota and she asked if I missed her yet. And I said, of course I do. Um, she paid well, you know, that, <laughs> that, that money gone every month. I miss that a lot. So I do miss her. I miss her money. I miss her too. She was great. She's a great person. Um, I do. So it's not like I don't talk to her because she doesn't pay me. That would just be shitty. And I'm not that big of an asshole. So, Appreciate you guys. Anyone who listens, participates, who goes to the websites, who supports the sponsors, Pioneer Lifting Bells, Max Barbell, if you go to those, uh, take care of those guys as well. I mean, I know they're not hurting, but every bit of support always helps. I can tell you that from firsthand knowledge that the smallest amount is always helpful. Um, always appreciate the interaction on Instagram. Uh, which is where most of it comes from a little bit on Facebook, but mostly on Instagram because that's what I prefer. Um, and just keep it up. If we can get this growing a little bit and we can get some more interactions, some more people on board, uh, we can have a little bit more fun. We can do a lot more um, with our sponsorships and, and getting out in the world and and spending the money that, that comes into us and, and giving back to uh, you guys, the competitors. Um, so again, this is Lifting Lifting Ugly Podcast, episode 36, is in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good rest of your 4th of July day. Have a good rest of your week. 
Uh, we will try to get back on Saturday, uh, back to kind of a normal schedule. I don't know if Alki will be with me at that point, uh, but I will have something lined out regardless um, so that we'll be back on. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. We will talk to you later. We're out. We'll